0: hello
1: hello and welcome (laughs) to spill the milk i am morgan
0: and i'm hannah
1: and sorry for the like (laughs) month-long we're getting really bad at being (laughs) timely. i um had some personal things come up so um, unfortunately we did have to take um, a little break there however things are better now and we're back hopefully consistent again (laughs) (laughs) other than that i don't really have
0: i don't have any updates no
1: yeah everything's been pretty boring lately boring's
0: good boring
1: is good it's consistent it's the same it's all fun so
0: yeah (laughs) yeah oh god okay today my topic i'm just going for it. Uh my topic is Madeline McCann and the disappearance, abduction, murder um of her, which is very very sad. So
1: yeah, and I don't really know anything about it, so this will be really interesting to kind of hear. I'm excited.
0: So this so she's been missing for over 15 years now. Oh. So, so how this all starts is they are this family is on a vacation at they're staying at the Ocean Club Resort in Praia da Luz in Portugal and Ooh. this is Kate and Jerry McCann with their three kids, Madeline, who's 3 and then um uh, their set of twins who were two at the time, both of them were British doctors and then several other families that went with them. Um, I believe it was three other couples and one of their parents. So in total it was nine adults and I believe it was eight children, the majority of which were toddlers and many of the other, um, adults that were with them were doctors as well. So that's kind of how they knew each other, I think. Oh,
1: I actually think I maybe do know this.
0: You probably do. It's very, very uh talked about or like famous case. Yeah. So I think I do
1: know it. Yeah. Oh, I know it's sad.
0: It is. It is very sad. Um, and there's actually been some like recent updates. So not like recent, recent, but like six months ago recent. So I'm going to talk more so about that, but just so we get a better understanding of like what actually happened that we have new information. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go through the case first. So while they were on this trip, um, by the way, this is also May of 2007. So during this trip, they are kind of in a like a routine for their vacation. They've been there for about a week now. So they've kind of gotten used to this, but during this trip, they have this standing reservation at this restaurant, which is about a hundred yards from the McCann's apartment, which was the closest of the apartments. So apartment 5A, which is where they were staying was a corner apartment on the ground floor. And um, during during their nightly reservation that they held, they would leave that patio door unlocked so that the parents could go check on the kids. And they wanted it easily accessible um, since Jerry and Kate weren't the only ones going to check on the kids. All of the adults kind of took turns going to visit, or not visit, but like check on them. Um, and then it wasn't just the family that did it. Um, All of the families that were with did this and like left their children in the rooms. Um, And then they would go back and check on them like every 20 or so minutes. And just, just know there was a nighttime babysitting service that the resort did offer, but they thought that That would disturb their sleep patterns or disrupt their sleep patterns so they thought this was the better option which I mean I kind of get it but then I guess though like if you said there
1: right like agreed someone should be there it makes me kind of like mad that they just left the kids like young kids alone um and two like I don't see how it would disrupt their sleeping pattern if you said to the babysitter like they need to go to bed this time can you just I know but
0: I think it was they wanted to go to dinner and they would have had to bring the kids to the babysitting center and then bring oh. the kids back to the room oh that
1: makes sense see I thought it was going there never mind or the person would go there
0: no but. I think it was you bring the kids to the babysitter hmm. but even then like I don't know I feel like that's still odd to like leave your kids with someone else
1: see i don't know though because it's a resort like if it's a trusted resort i mean they're doctors so they're not you know they're probably yeah and this is like
0: a this is a very family friendly like very popular resort that they're at
1: so So, i uh, i don't know i think there's a lot of mistakes made here it's
0: also the early 2000s so i feel like a lot more stuff went back then
1: yeah true
0: True, but i don't know Um, anyways, the restaurant did note this reservation in the book, but that was left out like at the little podium thing when you walk in, um, and they did note that they needed a specific table as well. So that way they could see the apartment from their table, which, Honestly, based on the pictures and the videos I saw, you, you really can't see it. Like, you can see the top of the apartment, but you can't really see, like, the doors or the windows or anything, really. Like, you can see, like, above the patio and you can be like, hey, that's my apartment, but you have no idea what's going on. But they needed that table so they could see it. But they also noted this because it was out of the norm for them to keep a standing reservation normally it was kind of you had to book it the day of so that was also it was written there for the whole week so yeah yeah i'm glad they could plan
1: dinner (laughs) but not a babysitting service
0: yeah (laughs) well that and like based on what I'm going to tell you next, I think the thing that confuses me is like, if you didn't fully intend to spend time with your kids, why didn't you just go with your friends?
1: Yeah, that's so true. Cause like, it sounds like,
0: like if you just wanted to go on a trip with your friends or you wanted to go like, I don't know if you wanted yeah. to go on a family trip, then go on a family trip. But like, if you wanted to go spend time with your friends, I don't think anyone would have judged them for like having them stay at their grandparents' house or whatever, if they wanted to do a friend's trip or whatever. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I agree. Like if this was your plan to, yeah, no, I agree. It should definitely have been a a friend's trip and just leave them with grandma and grandpa.
0: mm -hmm. And like, the, the day of, or the night of the disappearance. I'm so like torn on this because I don't like, this could have been literally anything, but, um, it, Kate said later that Madeline had asked her at breakfast why she didn't show up the night before when she was crying. oh, And then Kate also said that she noticed like a stain on her shirt, but she thought it was like Tea. She, how does your kid make tea and spill it on <laughs> herself in the middle of the night? Isn't, and she did just, you say
1: this kid's like really young?
0: Yeah, three. She was three. three. She's making so like, tea and you didn't
1: come. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah, I just I don't get that. But she just kind of brushed it off because Madeline got distracted and you know went off and played or whatever and didn't like ask for more information. But
1: I'm sorry if my I, kid was like. I was crying and you weren't there. I would not have left the next night.
0: I, I'm just confused as to how they really were going every 20 minutes. But then she said she was crying for so long.
1: Yeah, right. You would know. I don't know.
0: Because if she was crying for like hours or whatever,
1: you would have heard it.
0: Yes, one of them that checked every 20 minutes would have.
1: Oh, for sure, or at least they would have noticed she was awake. Yeah, I think um, twenty minutes was just said.
0: Yeah, I'm also kind of agreeing with that. But so then later during that day, Jerry has a tennis lesson. The kids stay at the kids club for most of the day, and then Kate picks them up so they can all have lunch together. And they go swimming in the afternoon before she brings them back to the kids club daycare thing. And then when they bring them back to the apartment, um, they were going to order food um, and eat there. But the kids were so exhausted and they figured that since they were going to eat dinner anyways, they would just, you know, put the kids down early Mm -hmm. And they said that it was especially whoa that like echoed. They were like, it was especially weird that Madeline was like super, super, super tired, like she couldn't even keep her eyes open. So
1: uh,
0: that's
1: I don't like that.
0: Yeah, There's but just I mean, to be a lot of
1: weird crap going on.
0: Yeah, but like also. If you just spent a whole day playing in the sun and in the pool and running around yeah. with all kinds of other little kids, like I can see how you'd be way beyond tired.
1: Yeah, that is true. Um,
0: but now we are up to um Jerry and Kate are at dinner with the with their friends, um, who are later known as the Tapa Seven. So it's Jerry and Kate and their seven friends that are with them. Um And I believe they go to dinner. I think they said it was at like eight. And then um, at like 8.30, Jerry goes to check on the kids. Um, He walks through and like does a check on his kids and whatever, comes back. And then um, uh, one of their friends goes to check as well but he doesn't do like a real thorough check he just kind of like listens to make sure that they're sleeping still he doesn't oh. actually like go in and look at them
1: okay now that makes me mad <laughs> are you kidding yeah you already walked all the way over there just go look i
0: know like what's another two feet just yeah. open the door a lot of work <laughs> but also like i feel like that'd be annoying to get up every half hour like i feel like I'm the kind of person that's like, I need to be involved in all the conversations or I feel like I'm missing out.
1: Yeah. But at the same time they were rotating. So it's like,
0: I know, but still like, yeah, I'd almost just rather chill and watch movies one night and like watch all the little kids sleeping than like get up or have someone get up every 20 minutes.
1: That's very true. Every night. Unless that dinner was bomb.
0: I don't know. I don't really know, man. Yeah,
1: that is true. I don't know. I, I just there's so many flaws in this that it just already
0: we didn't even start.
1: I know. Continue. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> um. So then, um, I think it was like nine o'clock or like shortly after that, something like that. Uh, no, because. One of the girls went to check on the kids as well at some point. Whatever. It was like shortly after nine and Kate goes to check on the kids and she walks in the apartment and notices that the door to the kids' bedroom is open more than they had left it. So. Oh,
1: yeah, I would be questioning that.
0: Yeah, instantly. so she went to close it, not close it, but, like, crack it. And the door, like, slammed shut because the window was open. And then she ran inside and noticed that Madeline was not in her bed.
1: Wait, so, like, before she went in, the door slammed?
0: Yeah, like, she went to close oh. it and the wind, like, blew it shut. Oh. yeah that's like nightmare fuel
1: yeah that would move and they didn't have the window open before correct oof. yeah yes they should and they didn't check if it was locked
0: <laughs> i they said later that the only way you could open it was from the inside or no The only way that you could open it was from the outside. And then the police said, no, you can. The only way you can open it is from the inside. And if they would have opened it from the outside, they would have needed to use force, which it didn't look like there was. Mm. So Mm. creepy. And there's like speculation with this, too, because. When the police got there, the window was, like, closed again. What? So, was it actually open? Oh. Yeah, oh, she... also. And...
1: Ugh, I feel like there's a lot of lying in this already. <laughs> I don't like
0: it. And it sounds like that, really, but, like, at the same time, like, it could all just be, like, terrible coincidences yeah I guess. I I was very much on one opinion until I heard <laughs> the the new news from like last year. and then I was like, Oh hell, no, there's oh, okay, no way okay. there's anything else.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Um, but anyways, so Kate looks around the apartment really quick, like does a quick check. I'd be shitting bricks that someone's still there if, like, literally yeah. that, w- especially
1: terrifying. after the door slammed.
0: Fuck that. Yeah. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then she's running around in the apartment, does a quick search, doesn't find her. So she runs back to the restaurant, leaves the twins, runs <laughs> back to the restaurant. Smart. And I get it. You're like on a high at that point and you're not irrational, but that was the shit on me to leave those kids there again.
1: Yeah. Like, I guess. and I get like,
0: you're not rational at that point, but
1: well, and you're probably thinking like, I want my husband, like what the fuck? And maybe she didn't have like her cell phone. Cause she just ran to go check. I don't know. I can yeah. see where that comes in.
0: Yeah. But still they're talking about how close they are. I literally run outside like fucking screaming, scream out the window yeah it was open but like (laughs) yeah so then um they're bringing in um so all of all of them come back all the adults come back they're all looking and they um find resort staff they're like running around the halls looking for her like by the pool and all this stuff and they don't have any sign of her so I think it was like a half hour later they call the police to get Um, from the front desk to get there to you know file missing persons and stuff like that Mm. well um, they started doing like a search that night and it was pretty much like it was like a it was mostly like people in the community that came out to help but And they did try to help a lot, but as far as like shutting down roads and like getting her picture out there and things like that and doing like house to house searches, they really didn't do any of that right away. And initially they brought in like search dogs before they brought in like a forensics team to the, um, to the house. So when the forensic team did get there, the majority of the 600 samples they took were from the dogs and they didn't seal. me they didn't seal the apartment off as a crime scene so pretty much people were meeting there and like going in and like dozens of people were going in and out all night classic but but what makes this so weird is that the the twins the two-year-old twins despite dozens of people going in and out in and out in and out all night and like they're very clearly worked up um those two slept through everything
1: how in the fuck
0: so that's another what the heck
1: they did not
0: yeah they said they were like like very calm they didn't fuss they didn't wake up like none of that maybe
1: oh. they were like what the fuck is going on
0: i just like threw my headphones these? <laughs> <Pussies. laughs> shit um and and even better than this well actually i'll wait i'll I'll tell you um so then they call in like the gnr right away that's like the local police and then they called them in the same night then they call in the pj which is the policia judicial um That's kind of like the FBI. They call them in the next morning. So they get there at like 8 a.m. the next day, which we know how important the first couple hours are, especially in Europe where you can literally move from one country to another in a matter of hours.
1: Yeah. They're like, you want a plane ticket? You got it.
0: (laughs) Do you want to walk from one country to another? Sure. It'll take you six hours.
1: Right. Oh, my God.
0: Like that. Ugh. But also the local police really aren't prepared for this because it is a relatively small community, but this area of Portugal becomes like way, way, way more populated during tourist season. Like way, way, way.
1: So there's probably just like just a mix of people from.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Ooh, I think they were. honestly called this resort in this, like, area Little Britain because so many people from Britain traveled there.
1: Oh, uh, so okay. It
0: okay. very much was a tourist destination.
1: Hmm. Well, I'll tell you right now, I don't want to go.
0: Not after this. Just you wait. It gets better. I'm sure. It also took Interpol like, five days to issue a global missing persons alert for her, despite, like we said, being in Europe and them, like, very much looking for her immediately. So that took, like, five days, which seems like a long time. But Yeah,
1: that is a long time.
0: But, I mean, think about all the people that never have that.
1: Yeah. True.
0: Like that is,
1: yeah. if you think about it, yeah, that really is like kind of remarkable that they looked that long.
0: It's just, it's crazy to think like she is probably the most famous missing person, at least that I can think of.
1: Well, Gabby Petito had a a stint there.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but this is 15 years now she's later. Found, but you know what I mean? Yeah. This is 15 years later, though.
1: Yeah, that is true.
0: Like. Sad. Sh- I don't like that. But. Okay, back to this. So. The room was actually even like cleaned and rented to other guests before there was actually a DNA. Like search. Oh, so. Okay. They left it vacant for like a month and then they let people rent it for like two months or something like that. Yeah, I, th- I, I want to say that's what it was, but then they went back and did, they brought in cadaver dogs and they, mm. um, what is it? They brought in cadaver dogs and then they did like DNA testing and stuff. But mm. you know, at that point,
1: yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, because there's already people there after the fact. And it's a hotel. So there was people there, different people there all the time before that anyways. So it's like. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Yeah,
1: that's that. that's stupid. That was a, <laughs> a waste of resources.
0: Yeah. Well, then they bring in a blood dog. Or a cadaver dog that alerts to blood, and this dog alerted in a few places, but again, that could be from other people or yeah, that whatever. Could be anything bloody nose, shaved yeah. legs, whatever. Right. Um, and then they brought in the cadaver dog that actually, you know, alerts to smell of death, and they that dog alerted in the closet of the bedroom Kate and Jerry stayed in. And in the trunk of their rental car. But the rental car was not rented until like three weeks after she went missing. Oh. So. Like I said, it literally could have been anyone before or after them yeah. as well.
1: There's so much like time gap in between everything. It's not not great detective work. That's all I got to say.
0: no. And then on top of it, like they didn't really have any leads. So they kind of just start naming people as suspects and it kind of ruins a lot of people's lives. So I'm not going to like super go into this, but like one of them that they talk about in the Netflix documentary and like a lot of people talk about, that's kind of really sad is this guy, Robert Murat. He volunteers to like translate for them because The GNR only speak Portuguese and the McCann's really only speak English. So he volunteers to translate because he feels bad because he's going through um, a divorce and he has a daughter that's very similar in age. So he like really relates to them. And so he like inserts himself here and... Then from there, um, my thing's not letting me click anything again. <laughs> um, from there, they are like, yeah, this is hella suspicious. Cause you're trying too hard, which, yeah, I mean, he's just trying to help, but like, also he was like talking to reporters and being yeah. kind of weird.
1: Also like, why are you trying to help? You know? Yeah. You do help.
0: But everyone was helping though. Like True. the community was like very much like supporting them and like looking for her and like getting her picture out there and donating and like yeah, all that but, like, stuff.
1: Here's the problem. It's like there are like those sick fucks out there. Who, yeah, like, I know. Like to be like right next to what they did and like mm-hmm. know all the details and it's like, like even if this guy was being nice All those other motherfuckers ruined it for him.
0: Exactly. And then, like, even. So. There's that. And then some guy that literally made a website for him, like, six months before that or something like months before this. They think that he's involved because they find a phone call from that night of those two on the phone, which neither of them can remember this phone call happening, but then they go after this guy because he, there were like acquaintances, but he built a website for Murat and he's like, literally that is the only time I've ever talked to him is when I made his website. And that was the only time I've talked to him since. So this guy then his car was like lit on fire what and like fuck? people like went after him Holy like, shit. these people and this guy was like 22 i think so these people seriously had their lives like, like turned no, upside down that
1: sucks i'll be pissed yeah fuck that
0: well then you want to know what they do you know when they put out like a sketch of like a suspect yeah so jane tanner one of the other parents she says that she saw someone the night that madeline goes missing and it's a guy wearing like a dark jacket and like khakis and he's carrying a little blonde girl away from the resort
1: oh.
0: and he she describes him so what do they put out for a sketch do you want to guess no <laughs> Literally, they draw a circle and put some hair on it. And they put that in a flipping newspaper.
1: Look this shit up. It's unreal.
0: It Morgan, it really is. I'm like, not it's like they drew a circle and put some hair tufts on it.
1: They were like, fuck the sketch artist is out for a fucking week. <laughs> we gotta get something out there. Just
0: like draw. it's hard not to laugh at it, but it's like, can you be that? Bad.
1: I'm gonna look it up.
0: We're gonna do it.
1: I'm doing it right now. You continue. I'll look it up. Should I hit my mute button. Sorry if you can hear that.
0: You're fine. Um, so then that's like one of the things which that does like come into play later. And I'm gonna clear that guy out right away, too, because they eventually like I want to say it's like months and months late, like long time later. This guy was actually picking his kid up from the nighttime babysitter at the resort. So he's carrying his kid home. So she was probably sleeping.
1: Oh come on. Yeah.
0: So but that was his daughter and he was a tourist as well.
1: Sorry I'm still looking up this sketch. <laughs> oh, you're and,
0: good. Um wait
1: are you serious is it this oval with the hair on it and it has yeah
0: face? we're gonna I'm being dead serious. <laughs> no,
1: like I'm looking at this thing with no eyes, no mo- like literally no face. It's just an oval with really shitty hair.
0: Okay. I'm being dead serious. That is what they put in the paper.
1: I'm embarrassed. I've embarrassed for. Yes, I'm embarrassed.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: so
0: well, then they start running out of ideas. So then instead of you know asking the parents what happened in the first place and like treating them as suspects to begin with like most cases kind of start they turn around and they're like we have no leads did you did you do it and they name the parents as suspects
1: well at this point i don't know
0: it's better than an oval but like <laughs> still but still like If you were going to do that, why wouldn't you do it right away?
1: Yeah, like, normally, don't you rule them out, like, right away? Isn't that normal Yeah, normally,
0: that's the first thing you do is ask them about it because it's probably someone close to the kids.
1: Yeah, especially on vacation, like, or I don't know. I guess I don't know the stats, but, like, for me, like, vacation, you're away from a lot of people you know. Yeah. And, like, usually no one random is just going to come get you. So it's got to be someone who's with you. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's just what I'm thinking, but
0: nightmare fuel all of this. Well, then they go with this theory and the head investigator who actually ends up writing a flipping book about this, which I think is ridiculous, but profit off of it. Well, this he got fired from fun. it eventually, but Disast- well,
1: good. This is a disaster. But
0: he goes with the theory, which I don't think is that like unreasonable of a theory, but like the way they did it is unreasonable. He says like, could you have um, given the kids like mild sedatives because they were sick of going back that many times. And Madeline did cry the night before and all that kind of stuff. And the kids, the twins slept through everything like none other. And she was so exhausted. She couldn't keep her eyes open. So they're like, they're not thinking that they like gave them anything that would literally kill them like intentionally, but like they're thinking, did they give them like some yeah, kind of like- sedative or like they ask about this cow pole, which is like a British sleeping tea or I'm thinking mm-hmm. like some kind of melatonin or right. That's what it is. Right.
1: Yeah. melatonin.
0: I always oh, get yeah. nervous because I always mix up melanin and melatonin. What the fuck?
1: I don't even know what melanin is.
0: That's like stuff in your skin. That's like oh. the pigment in your skin. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I learned something new today. So anyways, they're like, did that, like, could some kind of horrible accident have happened? And that's what they're trying to cover it up. So, um, do and they did receive like a ton of press time. And it, they did do some odd things after that, too. Like they got the press involved because they reached out to their friends who were in the press because they weren't getting the help that they felt they deserved or that Madeline deserved. So they reached out and got the press involved and all that. And then, um, They did do some odd things. Like they went on pretty much a press tour. They wrote a book, like things like that. But I think it was mostly just to keep everyone's mind on her and like find her more than anything. Yeah, I could see that. Like
1: you're, you know, like a lot of the cases, people don't want it to die in the press. So I could see why they would do that. I get the logic.
0: But like the press turned around and like ate them alive
1: of course they because do.
0: when they name them as suspects they're like how could you lie to us like we've been invested looking for your child too yeah
1: yeah i don't know it's hard to say well because like i don't know why but this makes me think of like the john ramsey thing or the john john benny ramsey thing yeah. so it's kind of like ah, oh, get it though like i don't know
0: yeah, yeah. my thing is still being wonky that's okay do
1: you want to take a break can we yeah
0: take
1: a break? okay let's
0: go wow um so then we go back to like the idea that Madeline was like crying for like hours the night before and it almost makes you like wonder like did she like take matters into her own hands Tonight, if last night she cried for that long and no one showed up, like did she go looking for them? Um, like things like that. Oh,
1: I didn't even think about that,
0: but it's kind of doubtful because they said they didn't have her fingerprints on like the sliding glass door or like anything like that, and all the doors were closed behind her and she left her stuffed animal in bed. But if you're scared and you're trying to be brave yeah once you think that's the first thing you'd take
1: is your yeah that is true especially at three like
0: yeah like mm. that makes you brave yeah agreed Hmm. um then there was a theory as well um because there were things going missing a lot at the hotel that or the resort that um the workers at the resort had been stealing items out of apartments so Mm. could this have been like a crime of opportunity for one of those people just going in and you know looking for jewelry or like cash um from these rich vacationers yeah and they just so happened upon her
1: Hmm. I can yeah I mean I could see that too
0: especially if
1: it's a big tourist
0: or then you go back to again um was it a horrible accident like they were in there trying to get jewelry or cash or whatever she mm-hmm. woke up and now she saw them
1: hmm.
0: so could that have been something
1: really um weird though.
0: also another thing that is i mean now it's kind of well known but like at the time it wasn't um but this area was like highly traveled by human traffickers because it is so easy to get in and out multiple ways to multiple countries. So, and it's, you know, people like they would smuggle in people from like people that they had trafficked from Africa and bring them to Europe. So,
1: hmm. yeah, I believe uh, that. Freaks me out. I don't like that.
0: Mm-hmm. That it's terrifying. And yeah, even whole... more, even more terrifying. Um, one of the stats that I heard in one of the, I don't remember if it was in a podcast or documentary that I watched um, for all of this, but one of the stats was that human trafficking is a $150 billion a year industry. Seriously? Yeah.
1: No, I don't like that. that. That I believe it, though. Like, just think about, like, you hear about it so much. Like, even in, like, Wisconsin, it's happening all the time. I feel like I hear it all the time.
0: Well, then one of the investigators, um, like, with all of this, was talking about um, how one of the theories that they had was there was a call from someone in Belgium that had a like a hit or like a request for a girl like her a small blonde you know British girl Mm. and she was there so I don't like that sadness
1: yeah I don't like that at all
0: so after that um there wasn't really a lot of updates for like a long time. Um, Jerry and Kate continued to ask the public for help. They went on f- TV a few times and did interviews um, after this. Um, one of them was in 2013. And there was a sketch released, or they called it an e-fit, but um, of someone seen in the area at the resort. And someone who saw this interview called and provided the name Christian Bruckner was living in the area in his van at the time. Um, But they also did get a lot of like scams and like fake um, uh, like reports and like a lot of people that were like abusing their vulnerability. Like even some of the private investigators that they hired throughout the years were not really investigators and they didn't have any credentials and they lied about all this stuff so like people preying on them were disgusting but mm. so eventually after the portuguese police don't really help much with this or don't help to the extent that the mccanns like obviously they don't have their child back yeah. um they go to the British police when they return home so the Scotland Yard opens up Operation Grange and start investigating there and then um, on the 10-year anniversary of her disappearance they release another interview or like re-release this interview um, from 2013 about Madeline's disappearance So then um, most of this information coming up is from a 60 Minutes um, interview, um, 60 Minutes Australia interview. But in 2017, when this 10 year anniversary interview comes out, Bruckner drunkenly confessed at a bar that he knew what happened to that little girl Mm. while he was watching this in a bar with some other guy. So I the person, that. so the person he was sitting with, obviously reported this to the police like right away. Yeah. So, mm. even if he was a bad guy, he knew well enough. Like, yeah, like the the guy sitting with him, even if he was,
1: even if you're drunk, yeah, why would you say that?
0: Yeah, just...
1: uh, that's sick. Yep, a sicko.
0: Yep, Morgan, we're not even. We haven't even touched the sand on the hill yet
1: not. of course
0: so in mid 2020 german police identified christian bruckner which they call him christian b because they can't announce his name um a 45 year old german citizen who was in the algarve area in 2007 as a suspect in the case Bruckner has identified any involvement in Madeline's disappearance. That's a quote from CBS news. He did live about a kilometer from the resort at the time of her disappearance. But since there was no official sex offender registry at the time, um, some people didn't know about him, but most people living in the area knew about him due to his history.
1: Great. This guy's great. I can already tell.
0: Morgan, just wait.
1: Any guy with a history, just perfect. <laughs>
0: God. Oh, yeah. Um, it's also known now that his phone was, like, pinged at the Ocean Club Resort the night of Madeline's disappearance. Um, and days after she had disappeared, Bruckner had slipped out of Portugal And then this is where it gets, like, really sad and kind of strings off into a lot of different things Uh, and makes me really, 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 really sad. Because he has a whole laundry list of horrific, awful, terrible crimes. Okay. So we'll go through this. Uh, Sad. Sad, sad. 1995, Bruckner was 19. He had fled Germany for sexually assaulting... never mind I changed that he had raped a young girl just two years earlier so he Uh, fled from Germany for that
1: I don't like this guy um
0: so I think she was I think he was like 17 or 18 at the time I think she was about the no no, I don't know how old she was. I just have a young girl. But he was like 17 or 18 at the time. And then two years later he fled. Of course. Regardless, it's not not okay. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um disgusting. Yeah. So then he was known as like a small time drug dealer and a thief. Um, that was air quotes how he made his living. Um and then he was known for being responsible for more than 20 burglaries in the same area. And he Holy had targeted shit. holiday homes and hotels mm. and first floor windows. So were easy to open. Of course. Okay. I get yep. it. So 2004, this Irish woman, um, I think she was in her twenties at the time. Um, her name was Hazel behan Um, she was raped in her first floor apartment near pride to Um, and she described her attacker as young German and had filmed the entire attack. Um,
1: oh, sorry, I was, like, falling over, but, like... <laughs> yeah. That... you. No. I don't know then, why, but, like, the filming part really irks me. I don't know. Like, I mean, the whole thing is gross, but... Common,
0: yeah. common thread. Of course. Okay. That is his common thread.
1: He's fabulous.
0: So, 2005, he breaks into the home of a 72-year-old woman... And he brutally, like, a lot of these investigators say it's the most horrific rape they've ever seen. Are you
1: fucking kidding me?
0: Like... This guy has, like,
1: no... I don't even know where I'm going with that, but, like, I guess he is... I guess what I'm trying to say is he has, like, no range. He's just like, oh, little kids and old people, it doesn't matter, like...
0: Well, that's one of the things, too, that they said... um, Like, I have it in here somewhere, I didn't get to it yet, but one of the things that multiple of the investigators said, and this profiler who spoke on the 60 Minutes thing, was that most child molesters are not pedophiles, they are, um, like, looking for crimes of opportunity Mm. and they're looking for people who are weak
1: weak that's what i was thinking too but oh that's not okay
0: no so again with this he he beat her and raped her and he recorded the entire thing um but she was um embarrassed so she didn't tell anyone um and then uh Later, he was arrested for, like, some small crime. I think I heard somewhere that it was, like, siphoning diesel fuel. And then um, he went back and forth with the Portuguese police. And he was adamant that he had no home address, even though he lived there for, like, 10 years. And he refused to provide an address, even though he had two, two properties in the area. One that was like a mile from the Ocean Club, and one that was, or excuse me, a kilometer, and one that was like five kilometers from the Ocean Club.
1: I'm surprised he could afford two properties, but
0: well, one of them's like a shack, okay, but yeah, <laughs> but he refused to provide an address, so he was um, sentenced to an um, eight months in jail,
1: That's which,
0: it. well. <laughs> I mean, the crime was siphoning diesel fuel.
1: Well, I, he's done a lot of other things, so
0: yeah. But they didn't know that at the time; oh. they thought he was just stealing. Still, like none of they didn't know any of that until later, too.
1: Yeah, that is actually kind of hefty for just siphoning diesel, I guess. So
0: that was that was what a lot of people thought was yeah. eight months. That's like ungodly, especially in that area. Well, from this guy what guys? What I had heard. So why would you sit in jail for eight months to hide your property? Hmm. so then got a bad um, feeling about that one of the um podcasts i had listened to said while he was in jail the people that like helped him steal the fuel went to his house to like get their share of their shit back and they found the recording of bruckner raping that 72 year old woman but they didn't want to get in trouble for breaking into his house because Obviously, they broke into his house because he's not there. He's sitting in jail and they know about it. So that'd be the only way they would know about it is if they broke in. So they don't tell anyone about it at the time. But then, like, years later, when um, they announce that Christian B is a suspect, um, they do come forward and say, hey, we know that he also was capable of this. Because we've seen this video. So. They they do come forward and report it eventually.
1: I mean, that's good. I'm glad. But he needs to be punished for that because that's so disgusting. I don't like that.
0: While he was also in jail, oh, uh, he called one of his friends to go to that same house and get rid of all the computers and cameras that he had.
1: Do not tell me the friend did
0: it. I mean, so
1: that either sorry you can keep going no
0: that's That's it's all it's all downhill
1: yep that's very shitty
0: so skip to 2013 they find evidence of Bruckner talking in a pedophile chat room I think this is one of the private investigators that was like on the dark web like looking for this kind of stuff which also a sad statistic um the dark web like i think they said 2% of websites on the dark web are meant for like pedophilia but it gets 98% of the traffic that the dark web has
1: okay i was going to say that 2% really shocks me but i guess
0: that's the number of websites but it gets yeah, 98% the- of traffic
1: that makes more sense. Ooh, still, Which Ooh.
0: is terrifying and disgusting.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how to get to the dark web, to be honest. So... No,
0: we don't want to. We don't care. We don't want to think about nothing like that. Nope. I don't want to be part of that
1: 98%. No, thank
0: you. Don't even want to think about the v- monsters. <sighs> Ugh. It's not okay. <sighs> so they find evidence of him talking in this chat room and discussing how he wants to abduct torture and rape little girls and like they give like really explicit like he is not sugarcoating anything when he says it um i hate
1: people like that that's like
0: I like, just hit, God.
1: it's like BTK, and i really hate him <laughs>
0: He's like monster, like straight up monster.
1: Yeah. Scum of the earth. Poopy toilet paper is oh this God. guy. <laughs> Scum uh, of the earth.
0: I forgot we said that. Um, 2015, after the 2013 television appearance by Kate and Jerry, the German P- piece, police began looking into him and they found an abandoned factory that he had once owned And there, they found hard drives and USB sticks and a plastic bag buried under his dog. So, on these... Did you say
1: under his dog?
0: Yep, under his dead dog. (laughs) Yep.
1: Fuck, this guy sucks.
0: His dog... I feel stupid saying the dog died of natural causes because well, we're talking about, like, literal children, like, dying. The damn
1: guy shouldn't even have had a dog is what
0: I'm say. I know, but, like, I feel stupid talking about the dog when we're talking about, like, literal children dying and, like, women being raped and stuff. But, like.
1: No, I don't. I know. Well, it's, like, you know, I think it's because it's, like, all of these people are so innocent and it's, like. You just, yeah. You just want to, like. I don't know. Just
0: getting the fucking. Well, on these hard drives and USB sticks, they find 8,000 pictures and videos, and about a 100 of them explicitly show his face like 100%, no doubt about it. That is him. And they also found multiple swimsuits of young girls in his camper.
1: Oh, come on.
0: Mm hmm.
1: This guy fucking sucks, man.
0: So in July of 2020, German police are digging up the former property of Bruckner and um, some neighbors and acquaintances did note that he owned a kiosk, which the way they were describing it sounded like a candy shop, um, but it was near a kindergarten and he'd give the kids free candy. And then they, these people... Um, also stated that he always had younger girlfriends
1: but Ugh. he would
0: he would like beat them and one of them of course, even, he did one of them even told them um, this neighbor acquaintance or whatever that she had been like strangled by him oh so and then uh someone else and these these guys that are talking like Almost all of them are like facing away from the camera. Like they want to be as anonymous as possible. But, like they want to bring the information forward. Um, but they were saying that he also talked about how he wanted to build a dungeon in his basement, like the guy in Austria, in air quotes, like he said, like the guy in Austria who held his daughter captive for 24 years.
1: There are so many fucked up people in this world.
0: Mm-hmm. won't get it. And then the German search did come up with a hidden seller at the property that Bruckner did once own. Um, This also opened up many questions about um, a missing girl named Inga, who had disappeared in May of 2015, just two hours from where he lived. And a dark van, like the one he owned, was reported leaving the scene. She was never found.
1: I don't care what you say or anybody says, he took that fucking girl. Um, and the fact that he has a dark cellar is disgusting.
0: Yeah. There's so much, like, so, so much.
1: Yeah, this guy. Yeah, not a fan.
0: So June of 2020, he's named as the prime suspect in the disappearance and likely murder of Madeline McCann. Um, um, The prosecutor does say that there's strong evidence that Madeline is dead and that Bruckner was the one who killed her. However, he was not able to provide details or confirmation of evidence um, because in Germany it's illegal to talk about the evidence of the case. Um, as it is in Portugal, so like honestly, they couldn't talk about like anything with the press or with Kate and Jerry for a lot of this.
1: I kind of like that, I kind of like the privacy of it.
0: But at the same time, like they couldn't release his name. Everyone knows his name now, but yeah, they couldn't even release his name initially.
1: True. So like people don't even know, like, Mm -hmm. watch out for this guy. Yeah, okay. Um
0: And then he, the prosecutor did confirm that a body has not been recovered at this time. But they said one of the biggest pieces of evidence that makes prosecutors so convinced that it was him is that they believe they can place him at the scene um, of the crime at that time. um, Because a phone call was placed on the night of her disappearance. Um, Like, so she disappeared between 9 and 10 p.m. And they can place him there around that time. What they're looking for still is someone to come forward and say, yes, I was talking to him at like, that time to like, say it was him talking on the phone.
1: Like on a cell
0: phone? Yes.
1: He was in that area like they could ping? Like on the, the
0: street outside.
1: Okay. Okay. Makes sense.
0: Yeah. Um, so, but. I don't think that's going to happen because I guarantee whoever was on the phone with him was not a good guy.
1: I know, it's probably his friend that fucking got run of all of his shit for him.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, and the saddest part about all of this, I think, maybe not the saddest, but like one of the saddest. The original phone logs were pulled by Portuguese police in the initial investigation. So when the Portuguese police, the GNR were looking into this, they pulled all these phone records. So if they would have known what they were looking for, they could have caught him initially, but no one ever even looked into him,
1: which of course, right.
0: And then this was given over to Scotland Yard when they began investigating and they didn't find anything about him in here either because they didn't know to look for him. And then finally, when it was handed over to German police, they were the ones who finally found the call that Bruckner placed here.
1: I mean, at least somebody did. <laughs> like,
0: it's I know, about but, time. still.
1: It's too many people. Just, I feel like this always happens. Why does this always happen? <laughs> like They're like, well, and then they let people walk all over the crime scene. <laughs> like, it's never it's never a clean investigation and it's just sad
0: um, well then um the day after dad good god madeline went missing he deregistered his black jaguar so again all, that along with um fleeing the country to go back to a country where he was already wanted um like all that kind of stuff just screams sketchy Right. Um, but there is a former British detective, his name is Mark Thomas. He isn't so sure about any of this. Um, he said that he wrote to Bruckner in jail, and um he said that Bruckner didn't just write back, he provided an alibi, and he stated that he was having a holiday romance with an 18 year old. Um like 40 kilometers from the ocean club.
1: Oh, come and on.
0: They did actually talk to this woman and she confirmed that they were together at that time.
1: Okay, probably because he was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you if you don't say it. That's all I gotta say.
0: Well, the German prosecutor, who his name is Hans Christian Walters, um, he said this is not a reliable ally. So
1: well, I would agree. I don't trust her.
0: And At this time, um, they don't have enough to charge him. Well, they okay, so what they have, um, the prosecutor thinks they, okay. So he's convinced that this is enough to prove that or enough to believe that she was killed and killed by him. But... They are looking for like the silver bullet, they kept referring to it as like they want that piece of proof that will put him away forever because he's been in and out of jail so many times in the last like couple decades. Like, they want to put him away for good, and they only really get one shot at it. So, he's Mm -hmm. in jail right now. I think he was sentenced to seven years for the rape of the 72 year old woman. (laughs) Um, but So they have a couple years to figure it out and get, like, a good case that'll keep him there. But, like, I'm terrified that they will muck it up somehow and he'll be free.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like that always happens. And if this guy goes free, I'm going to be even seven years. Like, that is not long enough. For
0: having a record.
1: A record. And they say this is, like, one of the most... Brutal rapes they've ever seen, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, you can just hang out in jail for seven years." Like, literally, they're gonna end up releasing him on good behavior or some shit. I can just see it. Oh
0: God, piss I, me off. I just,
1: I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking a little too negatively, but it just I no, feel like no, always no. Morgan,
0: there is not a too negative for this. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, true. I just. I feel like that shit always happens and then something worse happens.
0: Legit monsters.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like something terrible, like he's going to get out something terrible is going to happen and they'll be like, oh, maybe he did kill that person. I'm like, yeah, No shit. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Mm. Well, that's all the information I had. So, um, I would also just like to know that the Netflix documentary, like, I started watching it, but, like, a lot of it is very much, like, framing the parents.
1: Yeah, and I don't, like...
0: Which, like, that came out before this Christian Bruckner stuff. Yeah. So, like...
1: Well, it's so easy to, like, frame a parent, I guess, so I can see where maybe why, or I can see why they probably spun it that way, but...
0: I know, but like also I let's under- not ruin their
1: lives too. I mean
0: their lives are already ruined.
1: Yeah. No, that's very true. Like
0: and like one of so one of the things I also heard was that like in the hopes that she would be um found and like brought home,
1: mm-hmm. they've been
0: like buying her Christmas and birthday presents oh. every year to like if she ever were to come home, they know that, like, she would know that they they were thinking about her and, like, they try to pick toys that they think she would like at that age and, like, things she would be interested in. And, like, now, if she were found, she'd be 19 years old.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, right? That's... It's so sad because, like, for me, what did you say? This is 15 years old?
0: Yeah, she's been missing for, like, 15 almost 15 and a half years,
1: yeah. Like, for me, there's like no way, probably, but I don't know. Stranger things have happened. And
0: I was gonna say, you hear about people that like have been missing for like 18 or 20 years, though,
1: yeah, that is true. And they show up, but I don't know. I just knowing this Christian side of things, um, what was his name, Butler? Um, Bruckner, like it just makes it feel not good I don't know
0: yeah
1: I could see especially
0: him with the, the German prosecutor being so so convinced
1: yeah I'm pretty convinced too I mean
0: and without a body without her body
1: that's hard
0: I, I think there has to be but that and I think their evidence that they're referring to that it was him and he killed her like that has to be a video or a picture or something
1: i'm sure especially if he has a passive videotaping i don't know i don't like it i don't like it it makes me sick i'm gonna have to look up what this guy looks like because i don't actually know i'm sure it's gonna make me really sick so that's good
0: he actually like if i'm being honest he doesn't look like what you'd think of
1: like, he's not disgusting.
0: Like, he is, but, well, he's total human trash, but, yeah. like, he's not what I would picture. Hmm. At Like, at all.
1: Well, and that's kind of the scary thing for me, too, is, like, some of these people, you're like, there's no way. Yeah. And then they're total I
0: would. I wouldn't go that far, but, like.
1: But. Okay. It's... I'll yeah. look him up, I'll see. You. He
0: looks like a pretty normal person.
1: Yeah, I hate that.
0: A little on the, the sketchy side, but, like, you wouldn't think this.
1: But you'd see him at the gas station, wouldn't look twice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah.
1: You. Well, I really hope they can, like, lock everything down and, and get him in jail for ever Because, I don't ever. know, even even if you know they can't just like his past and everything he deserves to be even if he didn't do it like he's done enough to be yeah a terrible person and never let out that's just
0: some of them Morgan I seriously there were so many others that I could have talked about
1: no see that's what I mean like
0: that's only some
1: get this guy out of (laughs) here don't like him well thanks Hannah for making me kind of sad now and but I'm sorry. It's okay. Hopefully things, I mean, hopefully things work out and they figure out what happens and hopefully she's still alive, but
0: yeah.
1: I have to stay tuned and see what ends up happening with this Christian guy. So,
0: yeah, hopefully something is in the works here pretty quick.
1: For sure. First alpha Um cool. Well, not cool. Not cool at all actually. I always do that. I'm always like <laughs> great. <laughs> Like, that was fantastic it's like the most morbid topic and i'm like well cool thanks for talking with me <laughs>
0: yeah that's a great story it was oh, super God. fun
1: right Fuck. well not cool um
0: not fun um, not groovy
1: not groovy. not cool not nothing um but <laughs> what would be cool groovy and something would be if you followed us on facebook at spill the milk podcast and Instagram at spill the milk underscore podcast, which I don't update that much, but I will if we start. About.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. No, that's a promise. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have any recommendations, please feel free to message us on Facebook. That's the best way to get a hold of us. We have an email. Hannah, do you have access to that email? I don't anymore. I don't.
0: Uh, i think it's hooked up to your phone
1: <laughs> it's not because i got a new phone
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get in Just there message us, we'll, we'll we'll us we'll figure it out we'll get in there figure
1: it out so with that though hannah do you have anything to add nope okay well i think that deserves a good bye, bye.